All right, welcome back to the show. Um, as we're coming back, uh, news just came in from my Twitter page saying that Marvel Television expected to face layoffs amid restructuring, according to The Hollywood Reporter. How yeah. fucking woke of them. You know who's not experiencing layoffs right now? Martin Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because he's a person. That's why he's better than Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, let's, let's talk about Goodfellas. Actually, before we do, I was actually talking to Stefan about this during the break. Oh. A quick aside, something I forgot to bring up during the rant. Oh. Mm. Um, one argument I kept hearing from the Marvel side of people, the morons, were things like, Martin Scorsese only makes, like, mob movies and shit. And it's like, mm. motherfucker, are you dense? incorrect. <laughs> um, excuse Put me. Put some respect on, Hubo, on Hugo's name. <laughs> Hugo. 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 Jesus. Um, Great movie. A Silence, a well-known mob movie. <laughs> <laughs> the Last Temptation of Christ. <laughs> Boy, that Jesus Christ fella. <laughs> You better watch your mouth around him. He'll put a bullet through your eye. I've never seen Chris laugh so hard. <laughs> wow. Okay. Not sure that what movie it... about the Dalai Lama. <laughs> Man, someone please clip that fucking laugh of Chris. What <laughs> with my fucking audience? King of Comedy, great mob movie. <laughs> Stefan, uh, would you like to talk about Goodfellas? It's my turn. Is it your turn? It's my You've fault. been ranting for fucking 40 minutes. Shut the hell up. Stefan. <laughs> I will assume no, this. I Don't fuck you. You did the Irishman. My turn. I did do the Irishman. So I'm supposed to do this, you know? Is that the fucking structure of this? You've been gone for three months. Okay. You deserve this. Fuck you. I hate you with this Fuck panel. you. Fuck you. Ow! <laughs> Spank me harder, Daddy. Shut up. Ow, this this causes me very much pain. <laughs> I'm in great dire need of help. Like, it's a very clearly hitting like a mattress. Yeah, just... Ow, <laughs> fuck, uh, blood everywhere. Okay, Chris, <laughs> just, Chris, just talk about Goodfellas. Oh my god. Chris, do fucking Goodfellas. <laughs> We've broken him. He's, he's like a fucking... You, you destroyed him with that joke, and now he's... Fucking He's dead. A fucking broken wind-up doll. <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> what are you with a broken string? <laughs> anyway. As long as I could remember, I always wanted to talk about good fellas. Blah 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 And that's where it should start. <laughs> uh good fellas. Yes. We we were about to talk about this and then we talked about um Scorsese Marvel and <laughs> we, we tried to talk about this fucking topic for, for like, about 40, like 45 minutes. minutes. Uh, we are now an hour and 40 minutes into the show. Oh god, this is going to be our longest recording. <laughs> this is going to be our longest episode. So Goodfellas is probably one of the greatest movies ever made at this point. Yeah, without a doubt. Like, just widely considered to be that. Mm -hmm. It's a fucking classic. You've probably seen it by now. Mm. But for those of you that haven't, let's just quickly go through it real quick. It was made in 1990, directed by Scorsese. It's based on a book called Wise Guy by Nicholas Pelleggi. Mm -hmm. The script was co-written by him and Scorsese. 
And it stars Robert De Niro, Ray Liotta, and Joe Pesci, among others. Mm -hmm. The tagline kind of puts it perfectly. Three decades of life in the mafia. Yeah. And that's essentially what this movie is, is three decades in the life of the mafia, starting from the 1950s and ending in the the early 1980s. Mm -hmm. And, uh, holy shit, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's one of my favorites, too. Um, Like, this is... Mm -hmm. It better be on your fucking list or else you're off the program. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> fuck. Okay, okay, Boomer. Shut the fuck up. I need to die. That's the Much thing. Like, like my life. I have... Jesus. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that was bleak. <laughs> like the least irony poison here. <laughs> we've gone too far, Chris. I think we've broken. <laughs> as long as I can remember. <laughs> as long as I could remember, I always wanted to commit suicide. Blah 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 blah. The thing about memes with me is I only ever start using them when they're like 30 like years after being dead. It's like I still really like the oh shit, here comes that boy meme. Oh, <laughs> like the little frog. On, the little frog on like the unicycle or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's the one. Oh shit, and here still, comes that boy. I, and Big Chungus will never die. Big Chungus <laughs> will never die. Um I also really like Bad Luck Brian still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad Luck Brian is great. Um God, remember the old days like the Gene Wilder meme? Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me more about how you uh, think that all Martin Scorsese movies are mob films. And now it's a, that's only used by like right wing edge lords. Oh shit! Is it? Yeah, pretty much. I hate it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's been disowned quicker than my son. My favorite one. Is ba- ba- na- <laughs> <laughs> as long as I can okay, remember. Let's... No, no. As long as I could always remember, I always wanted to disown my son. Hey, speaking of which, Goodfellas. <laughs> what? Let's fucking talk about Goodfellas. Jesus, about it for fucking forty-five minutes. Talk about it. Oh, These no. people have been sitting here for an hour and a half. <laughs> Give the people what they want. Okay, so I've set up the movie. We've all agreed it's one of our favorites of all time. Mm-hmm. Why don't we do our general thoughts, Chris? You start. <laughs> I thought those were our those general were thoughts. General thoughts. Okay. You fucking idiot. Chris, oh yeah, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Shut the fuck up and just talk about it. Just give us something to go off of you. So this is Brandon's first time watching Goodfellas. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm yes. going to spotlight you because you can't stop laughing. Yeah. Okay. So Brandon. Yes. What was it like experiencing art for the first time? Um. Well. Let's well. Put the mic real close to you now. Yeah. Fucking l- hated it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, it was very. Oh, was it not as good as your Avengers movies? <laughs> Only movies I like are Marvel movies! <laughs> you angry? Was... You mad? You want to piss and cum a little bit? <laughs> Here, have a pop. <laughs> Here, have a pop so you want to piss and cum everywhere. No, uh, um, it, 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 like you said, this is my first time watching this film. It was yeah. very, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm surprised, actually, I haven't seen this before. Because, like, mm-hmm. the very beginning, like you said, that we, you've clearly used many times in this recording session. Yeah. Of, I always... <laughs> Ever since I was young, I always wanted to be a gangster. I didn't know that that's what this, this movie was where it came from. And when I obviously heard it in the first couple minutes of the film, I was like, oh shit, okay. And so that was nice to learn about. And then as the movie progressed, I, I kind of... As I, I really watched all three of these movies, I guess. Mm-hmm. is I really got to understand Scorsese's style of directing. Mm-hmm. And now it's, it's over a very long period of time. It outlines a whole life, usually. And that... Not even just a whole, not really a, whole, a, 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 a certain like, part, a very like you said, yeah, a certain thir- part. Like you said, thirty years of in, like in the law, in the law, yeah, right. And I gotta say, like, I haven't really seen a movie like this before, which is why I think it was so good, mm-hmm. and why it's like everyone says it's a classic. 
Mm-hmm. And it's also yeah. based on, I think, true, it's based on true stories, not yeah. yeah. All three of them are based on actual people, exactly, right? And, mm-hmm. then, and then that's what really uh, made me really invest in this movie is because you're mm-hmm. sitting there like, oh shit, this this is kind of stuff actually happened. People, these people died. These people uh, had actual lives in at, the, at this time in this place. Mm-hmm. I know it's range. I think what's really riveting about Goodfellas is, and I say this all the time, and I'm sure other people have too. So this isn't really common. No, this is common. What am I saying? This is this thing that people say all the time is not common knowledge. No, no, this is common knowledge. Is that Scorsese and he does this with Wolf of Wall Street too? Mm-hmm. Is he's like teetering this fine fucking line mm. of like condoning this kind of behavior, but then condemns it so quickly. Yeah, and you see that really in the final acts of all these films. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Just like especially Goodfellas. Oh, I was gonna say especially with Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street, especially, yeah. and then it like has the reveal at the end, like, oh, actually, he got away with fucking everything, well, and <laughs> I think he did that to piss people off too. Yeah, like, yeah. So he's spent. Um, right. It, you're you're right. It does kind of ride that fine line. It also rides a fine line between like sometimes just delving into straight up black comedy, mm-hmm. like especially the scene with uh, Joe Pesci's mom. Oh yeah, that is one of the funniest fucking that things I've ever seen. Great, we're just fucking the guys in the trunk. Yeah, yeah. And he's there eating like meatballs and like spaghetti and like that. Yeah. That's wonderful. <laughs> it's uh, amazing. But right at about, I feel like the halfway point is when it like it's kind of almost fe- you if you if you laugh at any of the really darkly funny moments, like it starts to feel like you start to feel a little dirty about it. Yeah. Like especially with the scenes with Spider, the, oh, the waiter, yeah. where like it starts off as like everybody's laughing because Joe Pesci's making fun of this guy. Look at what a fucking cool mobster he is. And then Spider starts to tell him to go fuck himself. Oh, you gonna take that shit? You gonna take that yeah. shit? Ha ha ha! Bang bang bang! Yeah, and then and he just it, fucking kills he shoots him, right him dead. There. And that's about the turning point where you start realizing that like he's these, crazy. These people are lunatics. These people are fucking lunatics. And I think Goodfellas. My I had this conversation with my dad last uh, last night when we watched it, where he was arguing in favor of Godfather as being the be- the best. Mom movie, movie all oh, and the time. That, and that's a fair enough. That's argument. a fair argument. Mm-hmm. I was, but I was arguing arguing in favor of Goodfellas, where um, Godfather like, uh, is one is more of like a story about like, an individual's rise and fall. Mm-hmm. Well, at least Godfather Two is. Goodfellas shows the moral corrosion of the entire gangster subculture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you, like uh, when I was watching this uh, Goodfellas with Chris the other day, you were talking about how the, before I had even seen the like I've seen like twenty minutes of the, th- the first film at this point. And he applauded me for already knowing the typical Pesci character of these films. Yeah. Well, yeah, because like, just he's mm. fucking insane. He will kill anything in sight mm. if he fucking steps on a bug, or yeah. he'll shoot the waiter. Like yeah. fucking, and, <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of logic, right? Yeah, like, any small thing irks him or inconveniences him, even in the slightest. You forgot yeah. to put fucking cheese in my meatballs and spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's the thing. It's like it's not just Joe Pesci. Like, yeah. Joe Pesci is an extreme example of it, Oh, yeah, sure. he is. But, but De like, Niro. De Niro is a fucking maniac, but he he's, like, much more... He's very reserved. subdued. Yeah, he's much more subdued. The thing about the mafia is that they like to present, present themselves as kind of this, like, noble institution. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in reality, the mafia are fucking scumbags. They're, yeah, they're lunatics, extremely yeah. racist, mm-hmm. uh, just fundamentally morally depraved on every level. Like, the Godfather actually, like, propagates the myth that, like, they... Some of them, like, refused to sell heroin because it was, like, a lower form of crime, which has its own kind of racist implications. But, like, no, the mob was very into that. (laughs) They were very much into selling drugs. And the thing I love about Goodfellas is that it kind of does away with all the noble, the nobleness of 
mm-hmm. the mob. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's more, and, it's more of a they're a family as mm-hmm. as opposed to like yeah a noble institution. And I think it's it's also it's yeah. like for worse in this case because yeah. like they are they constantly plant the seeds of their own fucking destruction because they're always bickering with each other. Exactly. Um, and yeah. I think one thing I found really interesting is that this rise in like Henry is kind of sort of our surrogate throughout all this too because like kind he of. is a scumbag. Uh-huh. He is a complete fucking scumbag. But he's the best scumbag. But out of but like, <laughs> much like the 2016 election with Clinton and Trump, Clinton being the lesser of two evils, Henry is the lesser of two evils. <laughs> or three, I guess. Or three, I guess, yeah. Um, yeah. But I promise it's the last political thing I remember. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> why, even fucking, why even fucking bother? Yeah, we haven't talked about Casino yet. Yeah. Um, uh, one thing I really love about the music is how Martin Scorsese, 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 however you plan on saying it, Scorsese. Um, Scorsese, I think, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think one thing that's really incredible about the soundtrack, especially for Goodfellas, and this will come up, like, uh, part of this will come up with, like, Casino and I guess The Departed as well. You know where I'm going with this. Um, mm. It's how Martin Scorsese is the only one who will ever get away with using the following songs in his movies. <clears throat> mm. Um... I love that song. <laughs> um, Tool, I believe. Sunshine, <laughs> sunshine of your love. Yeah. Um, mm. Fucking Layla. Yeah. Nobody's ever going to use Layla again. No, no, no. I think like as soon as he used his fucking sunshine of your love in um, Goodfellas, it became a cliche like immediately after that. Uh huh. And finally, the big one being "Gimme Shelter." Yeah, yeah. Like he's used it what three fucking times uh-huh. in The Departed, mm. The Departed. The padded uh, casino, mm. and of course, Goodfellas. And I love how he uses the same section of the song every fucking time. I actually yeah. was thinking about this. It's just so effective. He uses yeah. the beginning, like mm. the opening riff, mm. and he'll also go straight into the um, the rape and murder part of the song. Mm. Like those are the two parts of the song he always comes back to every fucking time. Mm. He does the rape and murder thing in Goodfellas. Mm. Uh, during the uh, cocaine sequence and the beginning of it, I guess, in the cocaine sequence as well. The rape and murder sequence specifically in Casino when they're talking about all the series of murders and how Nikki may or may not be linked Mm -hmm. to them because the cops always ask Nikki. And then, like, a big chunk of the song is used in the very beginning of The Departed, at least from what I remember of it. It's amazing, like, how as cliched as these songs have gotten... Mm. To be used in like mob movies or even Scorsese esque ripoffs. Yeah. Just hearing Sunshine of Your Love again in Casino, or not in Casino, in Goodfellas. Like, I looked right at you and said, that was a fucking good needle drop. It's still, it's still stuck in it's my head. It's so fucking. Like, it's just this. This, like. Like, it's like this, like. Like, De Niro smoking a cigarette and drinking, and all you hear is the opening riff of Sunshine of Your Love, and you're like, fuck yeah. Mm. Like, that was good. Mm-hmm. He has an incredible music, music. He has an incredible taste in music. And he has an incredible. He's like oh, everyone involved in these movies is so fucking good yeah. at picking good music for these movies. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, this is kind of a sign of one of my favorite uses for music for his music, and it's very on the nose. But it's when he uses uh, "Shipping Up to Boston." Yeah, yes. and uh, which I love that I love that song. So but like I. today, it's like almost only associated with like more like. Well, not the departed, but more like with like frat parties and shit. Oh yeah, that's or like St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, it's like if anyone, oh, I know that song. It's Irish. Yeah. 
Chuck Murphy's in fucking Boston. Um, but that, uh, that's the fucking. It's, oh, it's the island song. It's the song by the people with the accent things. They're not even the best, like Celtic punk band. Like no. Flogging Molly's, Flogging Molly is much better than them. You know, Celtic. Oh, Celtic. I, I think it's in this context, it's Celtic. Um, um, but yeah, what I was gonna say is my when you know it was really cool when they used shipping up to Boston, the Irishman, because it sounds very Irish. <laughs> Imagine just hearing like a Dropkick Murphy song like during like the and 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 No, imagine hearing imagine hearing the imagine hearing shipping up to Boston by the 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 what is it? Dropkick Murphy's Dropkick Murphy's, yeah. Sorry, my brain's out of it. Okay, so imagine hearing shipping up to Boston by the Dropkick Murphy's during the sequence when Frank the Irishman Sheeran takes his daughter on a little field trip to curb stomp that motherfucker's shop owner's hand. Yeah. It's like as soon as he like stomps down Like as he's like crushing that guy's head it's like I'm shipping out to Boston! <laughs> 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 the girl's like Ah! <laughs> that was... That would have ruined the fucking tone of the movie. That would have been so fucking funny. It would have been hilarious. There's there's an intense close-up shot of the blood dripping into the sewer. (laughs) I bet bet, like some like way too edgy like Irish frack, like Irish American frack guy from Boston has definitely used that exact meme format. Of course he has. Are you kidding me? Um, Some guy gets punched in the face on these songs. Top 10 ways to make movies worse. (laughs) Use Dropkick Murphy songs. (laughs) Use Dropkick Murphy songs for no reason. Moving on. Uh, What are you saying? um, I wanted to talk about My Way. So... My Way was, I think the the most well-known version is definitely by Frank Sinatra. Yes. And it's a song about, like, it's a it's a great song. It's a song about, you know, it's this very romanticized song about, like, an individual staking out his own path. Yeah. Very capitalist. Taking his own road. Very capitalist. Very, indi- very individual. Because Henry Hill at the beginning is, like, very much like, oh, you, th- you want to be a regular person, fucking do your taxes and be a productive member of society. Fuck you. I'm going to hang out with Italians all day and murder people. Um, yep, pretty much. Is that and your analysis? Is this the thing you that, said you were going to go that, on for hours about? That's my essay. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Um, <laughs> but, and then, and if they had used that version of the song at the end, like, it probably would have been fine, but, like, in kind of, like, an ironic way. But, obviously, the movie doesn't play out that way because we see that this, like, pursuit of the glamour of the mob life fucking ruins Henry. Mm-hmm. So that we do not get the Frank Sinatra version, we get the Sid Vicious version. <laughs> so, for those who don't know, um, the Sex Pistols were one of the bands in the first wave of British punk. Man, God Save the Queen is great. God Save the Queen is great. Anarchy in the UK is really good. Fantastic. Uh, most of that album is... Like, I'm not a huge fan of the Sex Pistols because they were mostly a marketing gimmick. Mm-hmm. But some of they, they did have some really good songs, but they were... Like I said, they were very... they. They were kind of the the recurring joke is that they were kind of like a punk rock boy band, yeah. And to an extent, they were. Um, they actually got rid of their original bassist Glenn Matlock because he like wasn't punk enough or something. He was too good at playing his instrument, uh. So they hired Sid Vicious, who was this who like could barely play bass, but he fit the image more because he was a psycho. So so they got him. To fill in for the Sex Pistols and the, until they eventually imploded, but not before they recorded an album called uh, uh, "The Great Rock and Roll Swindle," which I don't recommend. 
um, which is just a cover album in which Sid Vicious sings My Way by Frank Sinatra. And it's just this, like, kind of cacophony of, like, vaguely punk-sounding music. And Sid Vicious, quote, crooning, unquote, over it. And it's it, it just feels like this perfect illustration of Henry Hill's life, which was this guy trying to maintain this, like, veneer of individuality while, like, his life is just fucking going to pieces in the same way that, like, the music in Sid Vicious' My Way is a fucking disaster. <laughs> it, it, like, it, 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 I thought it was, I thought it was, like, brilliant, honestly. <laughs> anyway, somebody tweeted me about punk music on Twitter. I need somebody to talk about this with. <laughs> Besides me. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> I guess I'll stop hanging out with Stefan now. I know how he feels about that. Mm, fuck you. Okay. Any more, any more points on on Goodfellas? Um, well, wow, Stefan, what a really good point. Yeah, thank, thank, thanks, Brandon. Yeah, yeah, you really nailed that one, that one, Stefan. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Yeah, fuck you both. Get the fuck out. Shit, fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> One cares, man. Wait, 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 just wait, everyone, shut up. I <laughs> oh, just want to hit him now. Cool. That one the sound. One the sound. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let's just do it together. Ready? Yeah. On three. <laughs> One, two, One, three. Two. <laughs> Both your aim is fucking god dog shit. We're resorting to throwing <laughs> bottles at each other in this fucking podcast. Can we move on? <laughs> <laughs> Much like my way, much like my way by Sid Vicious was the logical conclusion of Goodfellas. This is the logical conclusion of this episode of Sequel to Game. Oh my god! This is the logical conclusion of the series. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Start throwing bottles at each other. Well, goodbye, everyone. Oh, dear God. I think that the capitalistic angle also kind of fits in with individuality a bit. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I capitalism is very built on individualism. Yeah, and it's very built on individualism. But I also think like. I think just watching, like, the, the mob system crumble in Goodfellas was kind of, like, almost watching, like, capitalism kind of crumble. Yeah, I mean, like, it's very that, much like, eating itself in the same way. Exactly, yeah. And I thought that was really interesting, and that is all I have to say about that, because I just wanted to touch on it real quick and appropriately before we moved on to recommendations. Okay. <laughs> We're still talking about Casino. <laughs> Actually, Joe Pesci's incredible in this movie and deserves his Oscar. Absolutely. True. Best True. Oscar speech ever. What was his Oscar speech again? Thank you. I really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> or something along those Joe lines. Joe Pesci, you are a godsend. <laughs> he also sings, too. I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a good he, singer. He's a singer, in fact. Okay. Um, fucking love Joe Pesci. Um, it's funny. Um, before we move on, I just wanted to quickly say this. As, as much as, you know. Two we, hours later. We, we grew up on. Uh, yeah, two hours, huh? Yeah. We grew up all on Home Alone, I take it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we all probably had that quick shock in our systems when we saw Joe Pesci in Goodfellas. Well, yeah, well that's, that's what I was thinking, because this is my first time watching these movies. I really only knew him from the Home Alone movies. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? And, and then I saw this, and I'm like, this is so much better. <laughs> He's a way better actor well, in this just, than he yeah. ever was in fucking well, Home Alone. The fun- Not saying he was a bad actor in Home Alone. No, no. He's, no, really, he, no. he's really good in Home Alone. Yeah. Like, he, I think he, he, he's better at these type of roles. It's actually mm-hmm. funny how this came out the same year as Home Alone. Yeah. Wow. Um, also, like, the funny house sequence should be dubbed over into a Home Alone scene. It should be. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, it really should. But, uh, I noticed nice. how, um, in the first two, in, well, not the first two, Goodfellas and Casino, like, Joe Pesci's character does have some similarities with the other in case that they're, 
all they're all they're violent impulsive psychopaths yeah. But in in Irishman, he's very much playing against he's type. He's very subject. Yeah, apparently it's 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 like him and uh, Robert De Niro kind of switch roles a little bit. Almost De Niro's pretty subdued too, but he definitely is the more impulsive, violent one. Yeah, um, I was gonna say, uh, funny we bring that up. Funny how? <laughs> funny how? Like a clown? <laughs> Do I amuse you? Welcome back to the Joker review. <laughs> I would love to see, like, Joaquin Phoenix do that on the Murray Franklin show. <laughs> Funny how, do I fucking amuse you? Anyway, thanks what for... Who do you think talking you're talking to? Anyway, do I fucking make you laugh? Am I a fucking clown? Anyway, anyway thanks for um, coming to our episodes on the least funny skits of the Animaniacs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. I'm gonna die. Gotta move on, or else I'm gonna start talking about The Simpsons. Oh. Yeah, please don't do that. Whatever you do. Oh. Um... No, but, okay, it's funny you bring up the whole against type thing with the Irishman. Mm. Because um, I had read somewhere that, like, okay, so, like, Joe Pesci refused to be a part of this, like, apparently, like, apparently 50 times. Really? Yes. And he was like, yeah, fuck this, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it. It took De Niro and Scorsese to convince him, like, no, this is not like the characters you played before, this is not like the movies we made in the past, this is different. Mm. You have a different role. Yeah, this is a different kind of thing. And it's like, that's what convinced Pesci to do it. So I think that... And I think that really translates on screen. I just think Pesci didn't want to be seen again as just the brute who just fucking kills everybody. Because in in The Irishman, I'd I'd say he's very more calculated. And very more... He's very subdued. He's very subdued. He has more of a... His, his presence is different. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, definitely. The Irishman, Especially near the very end when he's just the really old guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I see him as a really, very feeble, very helpless man who, I think, what he said, he went to the church, then went to the hospital, and went to the grave. Yeah. yeah. Which is a great way of saying that you never saw him again. Yeah. Like, fuck. Yeah. It's a very well-written movie, too. Very definitely. well-written movie. The guy who wrote it wrote um, Schindler's List, I think. Oh, oh wow. That would be a good episode to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Let's, Merry yeah, Christmas. Yeah, I'm sure the public trusts us to talk about the Holocaust for two hours. Um, we do a make, commentary check on it. Actually, make yeah. it or... <laughs> Just try to riff on it. Jesus. Like the... <laughs> you suck! Ha! <laughs> 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 Owned! <laughs> we Damn, the, the worst fucking human beings alive. <laughs> so oh. the guy who wrote... Um, the guy who wrote the script for The Irishman, his name is Steven Zalian. He wrote the script for Awakening, starring De Niro and Robin Williams. Mm. Uh, Penny Marshall movie, I believe. Um, Robin Williams. Schindler's List. Uh, Mis- he wrote the story for Mission Impossible. Uh, he wrote the script for Gangs of New York, American Gangster, Moneyball. I See, they're all about gangs. Moneyball is great. Moneyball's really good. I should, yeah. I watch that. Um, right actually, he co-wrote that script with Aaron Sorkin. Moneyball? Yeah. Oh, then Moneyball is my favorite movie that Aaron Sorkin has ever been involved with. Um, the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, the David Fincher one. Mm. And he also uh, was the creator of the show The Night Of on HBO, which I've heard is great and I haven't watched it yet. Mm-hmm. Heard it's incredible though. Um, so yeah, like, it's, and like, it clearly shows, like, wow, this is incredible. This is incredibly well written. Yeah. Um, that's where all I was going to go with that. <laughs> what a drawn out way of saying I like the script. <laughs> Script is good. script is good and script good is, is spelled yeah. with spelt G U D. Okay. This episode of Sequel Decay was written in crayon. <laughs> okay. Anyway, C- Casino. Do we recommend Goodfellas? Yes, and Irishman. We never did that. Yeah, we did. We recommend Irishman. We recommend yes. Goodfellas, and we're gonna recommend Casino too. 
Yeah, yeah. As we talk about the funny movie where Joe Pesci gets beaten by a bat strip naked and thrown into a shallow grave. <laughs> Stop. You need to be stopped. <laughs> no, I don't. Who's talking about Casino? I guess I am, aren't I? Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's your um, turn, bitch. Sorry, Mr. Ranta. Shit. Daddy shit. Get in front of the class of my paper. Hold on, everybody. It's daddy shit. George Washington. <laughs> my friend Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> my friend Jimmy Hoffa. Fucking, you gotta really exaggerate. I this. love the accents in this movie. They're yeah. so over the top. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Casino uh, follows a guy named oh, what the fuck is his name? Sam Sam Rothstein. Sam Rothstein. Yeah. I never actually got where their back home was. I think he's originally from New York. He's from New York. Yeah, I think that, so. That seems yeah. very New York. Okay, so uh, yeah, so Sam Rothstein is a part of, jungle part of the mob from uh, from New York, and the mob has. Uh, a system, a kind of a setup going in uh, Las Vegas where yes. they run a casino and mm. they kind of they basically steal props from the casino in the suitcase, they bring it back home, get yeah. all the money for it, right? And so they send mm. out uh, Sam out there to manage the casino and make sure that all the stuff is working properly, you know, change your title every couple months to make sure uh, you don't get caught, you know, uh, don't worry about a license because as long as you change your title, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's going to get caught in the bureaucracy anyway. And exactly. And then, about it. So, but it, so it follows him as, as he... Uh, manages the casino uh, over how many how many years? I want to say short of a decade. Something yeah, like yeah, that. Right. yeah. Like this is probably he's this, also played by Robert De Niro. Yeah, this is uh, this is the one that takes place over the shortest span of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Pesci's character uh, Nikki is brought out to support him and make sure no one can touch him. And, uh, oh, does he ever? Yeah. You know, and uh, and basically to help him out, it turns out that. Uh, he has, his own little, he has his own. He has his own uh, problems. Path that he fo- uh, follows throughout the film, um, but basically, you kind of see just the downfall of their whole system yeah. as as it happens because people make slight mistakes here and slight mistakes there. And uh, some some stuff. guy keeps a fucking record of literally every transaction he's ever been in between stealing the money from this casino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a fucking idiot! <laughs> uh, and, and of course, Robert De, Mir- De Niro makes the classic mistake as outlined and warned in Frozen. Mm-hmm. Don't marry someone you've known for a couple hours. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. he he meets this girl named Ginger, who is a hustler for uh, for the casino. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, or something like that. Um, she's a hustler. Yeah, she's a hustler, and she, he falls in love. Air quotes. Falls in love with her. Um, he falls in love with her. Go ahead and fall in love that deep. Yeah. So they've been dating for only three months, and he marries her, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous because she's completely untrustworthy and all this kind of stuff, and. Mm. And she admits as much, too. Yeah. The, the, the stupidest thing he does, though, is he puts $2 million worth of jewelry and cash in a safe that only she can open. That was very much a Chekhov's gun there. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, for fuck's sakes. And then, lo and behold, years later, when the obvious marriage obviously doesn't work out, mm-hmm. she only cares about the money. Yeah. Even the yeah. child that they have together. Oh, yeah, because yeah, she fucking ties her to a bed. Oh, I, oh should, yeah. I should probably mention that they had... They had the arrangement they had, as they called it, yeah, uh, they had to had to have the child before they got married. Yeah, yeah, which so, you yeah. know shows that De Niro is a very stupid man, very yeah. stupid person. Um, not because children are bad, but because like you would trust your child to be raised by mobsters and hustlers. Yeah, <laughs> that's your first mistake. Yeah, yeah, idiot. It's it's. I think this. I mean, they all are, 
But especially in Casino, like, it's just so much a story of, like, these three extremely fucked up individuals, like, d- down to, from De Niro to Pesci to Sharon Stone. She's incredible. On She's too. so fucking well, we good. Had a, well, the, I, I think the main thing we took away from that, though, is that she has a lot of issues. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, 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 and like I had said to you yesterday, like, there's no real good, good person yeah. no, no. in this movie. Everyone is a fucking scumbag. Yeah. yeah. I think Sharon Stone is probably the... L- like, weird to say, because she is, like, a complete fucking mess. She's the least scummy of the three main characters. Yeah, because, like, Robert De Niro's an abusive piece of shit. Yeah. Who, yeah, he's just an abusive piece of shit. And uh, uh, Joe, Joe Pesci's, Pesci's a, a fucking... fucking monster. Yeah, yeah. He's a fucking maniac. Yeah. Yeah, like, he's... Whatever the worst word you could think of is, he is that. Yeah. He has this mentality of he's gonna get away with everything, no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he has this, yeah. I don't give a... This careless, fuck I don't give the, a fuck, fuck attitude. Yeah, he's like the bosses at home, fuck everybody, I don't care what they say, if they don't want me to do stuff, I'll fuck them, I'll do it anyway. Uh-huh. Kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll fuck my friend's wife, of course. Yeah, this, yeah. there's no way this ends badly. Like, he is the stupid... He's, like, they're all stupid assholes. Oh, dumb. Mm-hmm. The, the one thing where I draw the line on, and like you said that Sharon Stone was the least scummy of them. And I, I agree yeah. with them. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I can. Like, I see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if I can, just based on the fact that she tied up her fucking kid in her house oh, and no. left her alone. Oh, we're not oh, saying that, that's, that's good fucked thing. up. I'm that's not, just I'm, fucking awful. That's really fucked up, but like, I'm saying that out of the three, like, she is the one who could most easily say that she is a victim. Because she's in, kind of trapped in this abusive relationship with Robert De Niro, like... And she's also trapped in an abusive relationship with James Woods. Yeah, uh, fucking James Woods, Jesus Christ. Uh, He's really he, good in this movie, though. He is good. Yeah, like, I think I think more than... Even, well, I mean, they all are, but, like, Sharon Stone is, a, like, a prime example of somebody who's, like, very much a product of their own environment. Yeah. Because if, if uh, she doesn't meet Sam... She probably mm-hmm. does not go down the same road. Like, yeah, she's still a hustler and, you know, that that's its own thing. But, like, yeah. she probably doesn't wind up becoming the same person that she becomes well, She wouldn't later. have a kid. She'd probably be still with that fucking scumbag James Woods. Yeah, she'd yeah. probably... Yeah, like, the thing is... Yeah, yeah actually, not the, not the character. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, I actually haven't seen him in a lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, there's, there's a reason for that. <laughs> there's also a reason for that, yeah. He's a fucking piece of shit. But if you want to see a couple good movies, he's in uh, Videodrome and The Virgin Suicides. My dad swears by Salvador, too, but I haven't seen it. Which one? Salvador. It's a movie that he did about the Civil War in El Salvador. Oh, I've never he heard of it. He stars in it, uh, which is weird, because like that's supposedly... It's an Oliver Stone movie. Oh, boy. I and, did not expect that. And uh, he... It's a, it's like a very left leaning movie. Yeah, because it's Oliver Stone. <laughs> because it's Oliver Stone and James Woods is staunchly. He's a he's a he's a he's a resolutely horrible human being. Mm-hmm. Also, he was in Hercules. Um, yes, he was. <laughs> anyway, watching this casino, watching this film, I just had so many issues with mm-hmm. with Sharon Stone's character, just because like, well, she's just a horrible fucking person. Well, and I I don't, but I'm, you could easily say I don't like I the, I didn't. At least in my view, I didn't see De Niro as bad of a character as her. I I think De Niro's worse. I think De Niro's so much like, okay. I I I, Here's I where once again I'm going to say that I think us choosing sides is the most redundant and stupid thing we could possibly be doing. Yeah. Like, I agree with you that some of the things that Sharon Stone's character does in this movie is awful. She has no business being around. She has oh, no, and she has no business either. being around a kid. No, exactly. Like, I think we can all agree on that. However, 
I also agree with you, Stefan, wholeheartedly that she is also a victim of her environment because what is yes. who is she around the entire time? Fucking mobsters and pimps. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, and like, it, like she, he's it, Sam says as much. She's trapped her in this relationship because she can't fucking leave, which is the healthy, the, the healthiest thing she could do at this point, mm-hmm. because he's like trapped all her. Yeah. And then, all her jewelry, oh, no, all her money. And then, he's not a and, then person and when she does, <laughs> when she does eventually leave, she ends up with some other scumbag, oh. ODs and dies. Yeah. Yeah, it it it's, yep. it doesn't end well either way. No, no, like she's somebody. Like at least she, I can say for her, she's somebody who like probably wasn't always in control of her actions. Like no. awful as a lot of those actions were. Whereas no. Sam and uh, whatever the fuck Joe Pesci's characters Nikki. Nikki are fully aware of what they're doing. Exactly. They don't have an excuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just really fucking bad people who yeah, no, have little remorse for I'm not anything they do. I'm not saying that De Niro's character is a fucking saint. No, um, and, and the thing is, is that, and I think that's well, the, the conclusion the, no, we need to come down to is nobody in this movie well, exactly, is a no, and that's saint. the point, but the reason, yeah. the reason I think that, this is just my opinion, the reason that I think the Stone is maybe slightly worse is because, at least in some cases of or some situations in that movie where Junior was pissed or doing a certain action is because of what she had done to him like taking his kid tying up his kid well a lot of it had to do with actually that kid yeah but and that's and that's I guess where I justified him being a fucking crazy psychopath mm-hmm. because of if I was a father I would also fucking give my life to fucking help my kid or whatever the fuck I would do anything I know but I, 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 I don't think I, don't, I, I would I, I think it's safe to say you wouldn't like Trap that person in a relationship. No, no, I'd fucking kick him out of my life forever, and that's why I see your point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this is starting. This argument is starting to turn into the uh, old El Paso commercial. I love referencing so much. (laughs) The one where okay, so if your if your argument was hard shell and your argument was soft shell, I'm the little girl going, why not both? And then like the. Music plays in the background, and everyone's like, yay! Oh, El Paso. Oh, Mojo Funtime Night. <laughs> this episode is not brought to us by uh, Old El Paso. Delicious, you want to sponsor us, Old El Paso? By delicious, delicious, Old, Paso, old El Paso Tacos. <laughs> Please sponsor us. Please, for the love of God. We need help. I will, I will accept taco shells we and have face, We have money. officially fucking hit rock bottoms. <laughs> we are sellouts. <laughs> anyway, um... But, yeah, no, like, I, th- I think that's what this argument's turning into right now, is you're like, man, this one's the lesser of two evils, and you're like, this one's the lesser of two evils. I'm just sitting there going, they're all, all shit! All <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. we're in agreement on that front, yeah. Um, it, just, it feels like a very reductive argument to kind of, like, fight on whose side you're on with these characters, even well, if it is a le- Like, this isn't, the 20, this isn't the 2016 election where we pick a lesser of two evils here. <laughs> Third time you've made that reference? Second. Oh, well, feels like more. Uh, it's old, would it die? <laughs> old El Paso. Mucho fun tonight. <laughs> but let's move on. Yeah, please. Let's move on from this uh, very redu- reductive and silly little argument. Look, Chris, I'm so fucking smart. I like putting down the other two people on my podcast. Pass me that bottle real quick? No, thank you. Don't do that. That's that was probably more, things that people. That was probably more painful than the bottle. <laughs> I <don't> fucking <laughs> like it. <laughs> Well, we need to fucking stop recording. <laughs> it's been a long week, folks. <laughs> what a die! <laughs> um, folks, for those of you who are wondering why this week's episode is bad. It's not bad, it's just rambling as fuck. It's so long! <laughs> you know what else is so long? My, My dick. dick. I was gonna say the Irishman, you fucking disgusting perverts. <laughs>
<laughs> Again, we're coming back to the redundant argument of like, oh, my dick, my dick, me, the Irish uh, man, uh, fucking tweeds. Uh, pick and something on the fucking touch please. <laughs> I don't even care about they hear this anymore. But, but, uh, admit it, you thought it was funny when both me and, and Brandon simultaneously just went to my dick. <laughs> admit it, you wait, thought it was funny. Wait, you and Brandon simultaneously went to your dick? Yes. In a pervert way? <laughs> Yes. Like you and Brandon went down on you? I don't Fucking see, picks on the top I don't about. see why this is so hard to comprehend, Chris. <laughs> oh, okay, Chris, pick something else for fuck's sake. Oh, um, God. These are supposed to be hour-long episodes. No, they're not. We have an hour and a half at the most. <laughs> we have over two. Oh boy, you haven't rec- been on recording in a while. We've gone over like two and a half, like three times. Oh, fucking... Uh, <laughs> this is your fault for being late. Pick something. Um, This is turning into the White Album now. We just start fucking Chris, arguing. Chris, pick something! <laughs> uh, hold on, I'm thinking! If we have nothing else to talk about, then let's talk about. Um, is there anything else you guys want to talk about with these movies? Nothing comes to mind. Not really. Um, Besides the, you mentioned that one scene of Joe Pesci getting fucking... Blasted yeah. oh, in the face good. with that. Then we're gonna talk about the violence because I think this is like the nastiest one of the three. Oh yeah, I think I it's definitely that. the coldest of the three. No, no, I, I think the Irishman's cold. I think the Irishman is a lot of cold moments, especially with Jimmy Hoffa. But maybe cold is the wrong term. But definitely like brutal, brutal. Yes, it's brutal. It's raw. Guy it's gets his sick. Guy gets his fucking throat slit and then a bag put over his face to trap the blood in the bag. There's mm. also this. Well, there's also the infamous scene with the vice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which oh, is yeah. like sickening. But I, as disgusting as those moments are, it's the ending mm. where Nikki, where Nikki's brother gets bludgeoned with a bat, you thrown never, it, strip, have, have strip we met naked. his brother? Pardon? Have we met his brother before that scene? Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, a, yeah. he's a couple scenes. Yeah, yeah. he's in a couple scenes prior to that. Um, where he gets bludgeoned to death with a bat, stripped naked, and thrown into a shallow fucking grave. Nikki get, then gets bludgeoned by a bat, but not to death. He's still mm. breathing. Uh-huh. Stripped naked, thrown into a shallow grave, and while he's still struggling to breathe, they're burying his ass. Yeah. All the time while he's crying for All the time brother. while he's crying. Yeah. Like, it's humiliating to watch. Uh-huh. And gross and just sick. Well, as, they, as they said, the, the brother, they had to make an example out of mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Because they, you, don't, you don't go against the bosses, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just thought, like, wow, what a fucking message. I think this oh, is, yeah. This is, like, the only one of the three... We're like for nine, we're for about at least eighty percent of the runtime because I think it's around the forty minute mark mm-hmm. when I when like shit starts to go sideways, mm-hmm. and it's like from like the forty minute mark and on, you're basically just sitting there in like fucking abject horror. Yeah, just watching all this shit. Like if if any movie should turn you off from the mob life, it's Casino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the people that say like, oh, this is Goodfellas again. Which seemed to be the general critical consensus when it came out. Yeah. I think that's complete bullshit it's and wrong. Not, no, it's, it's no. not because... Well, good, good, well, one, like like you had mentioned earlier, thematically they're very different. Yes. And I think also just like on a tonal level, they're incredibly different. Mm. Like Goodfellas is like... Energetic. Kind of energetic, well, very comic at points. Well, for the first half of the film of Goodfellas, it's... A- glorifying it not really glorifying it but it's coming off like it's glorifying yeah yeah that's what i mean again until it pulls the carpet out from under yeah yeah Yeah. but yeah um but yeah and then like casino is just like it's fucking brutal Mm -hmm. like pretty much from like the moment robert de niro and sharon stone get married shit goes sideways well the first scene of the movie is him blowing up in a car yeah, 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 so you know it's not the gonna first go well. scene. Also, is it just me, or did like the opening credits sequence of this movie 
give you like James Bond opening credit. Yeah, I, I was thinking that when I was watching too. I was like, just imagine putting Writings on the Wall by Sam Smith behind this. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus. It kind of reminded me of the Jimmy Hoffa killing in a sense, but like a very another a very cold death scene is like Sharon Stone's death scene. Yeah. Where she just, like, she's like wandering through the hallway, like clearly stoned out of her mind. And then just drops. And then she drops dead. And that's, it's another, another, it's another case of like, just, she's here, she's not. Yeah. And like, you almost don't know how to process well, it's it. It's because you get this feeling of like, you know, she's very clearly mentally sick. Yeah. She, has a, she has some issues and you hope that when she gets away from the mob life or yeah. even away from the, the dirtbag James Woods yeah, uh, that she would you know, get better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully there's some kind of upside to this very brutal fucking story and it just doesn't happen that way. No. You just fucking... Yeah. No, there is no upside to this story. No, no at it's, all. It's horrifying. It's all sad. of these movies promote you to not join the fucking mob. Yeah. <laughs> Which do you want to ruin your legacy? Don't join the mob. Oh, you yeah, want to get fucking killed, stripped, and thrown in a shallow grave? Don't join the mob. You want to end up like Ray Liotta and turn out to be a fucking rat? Don't join the fucking mob. <laughs> as long as I can always is remember, he, I didn't want to be a fucking gangster. Is he still alive? Ray Liotta? Henry Hill. Uh, Ray Liotta. He, He's alive, yeah. Henry he, Hill or Ray Liotta? Henry Hill. Well, I'm talking about Henry Hill. Like the Wait, actual Henry Hill. Oh, the actual. I think. I think he's dead. Let me look him up real quick. He only died fucking well, twenty twelve. Oh, oh, fairly recent. I uh, see that. I guess let's uh, let's quickly wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we recommend it. Yes. 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 And this is one all of these movies. Yeah. yeah. This is all one of the few. Phen- this is one of the few episodes where we highly recommend everything. Yes. And um, if anybody's like kind of wary because they've heard the thing of like, oh, Scorsese only directs mob movies. First of all, bullshit. Second of all, yeah. First like, of all, the last temptation of Christ exists uh, among Aviator. You know, also, a four-hour <laughs> Bob Dylan yeah. documentary. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, No Direction Home. Yeah, um, there's many other fucking ones. Hugo. Fucking Hugo. 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 Um, never seen Hugo. Really, Hugo's good. No, oh, I right, was yeah, trying Hugo. to avoid saying that. You've <laughs> never seen it. I've never seen Hugo. Why? It's, it's charming. I've heard it's <laughs> it really is. good. It's very good. I, I've it. heard it's really good, and I've seen like little bits and pieces on TV. I've just never gotten around to finishing it. Not because I don't like it. It's just I keep forgetting about it. That's fine. Um, <laughs> it's embarrassing. These are three really. very different stories because mm. uh, not only thematically, and I touched on this before, but like, you know, it's it's they're different characters in each one. Like yeah. it's not like that. It's not like he's recycling character types, except debatably Joe Pesci and Goodfellas and Casino. And even then there are major, major differences. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- going back to the thematics, like Goodfellas is a takedown of this individualistic mentality that breeds people like Henry Hill, who want to join the mafia because of the glamor of it and turn into monsters. Exactly. Um, Casino is about the perils of love and trust and in the form- and also the destruction of uh, personal relationships yeah and in the context of you know organized crime and gambling and the irish rain is about loss yeah it's about loss it's about legacy it's about it's about family Fair yeah <laughs> it's it's all, it's all about family um, um they're, no, but, so they're three very different stories and like yeah the length i understand kind of being put off of because they're all very long mm. but like trust me it does they do all feel like a breeze yeah and... um i guess if there's one thing i want to bring up before we start really wrapping shit up two things actually one just a quick aside cinematography and casino is the best out of all three i think it was shot by robert richardson who shot who shot like a bunch of quentin tarantino's movies including recently oh, right. Hollywood. right right and they hate blade um but 
no, I, I don't know what it is about the cinematography in this. It just feels it very good. I yeah. love it. Mm-hmm. It's very fluid and like I really liked a lot of the shots in the casino. Apparently they used a spotlight during the casino sequences. Mm. And I really liked that because it just made like like lighting wise it looked really dynamic and interesting. I'm yeah. talking about like zooming in the car and this guy and whatever. No, I'm just talking about in general. They just oh. like in all the casino sequences, I read it on IMDb or something, apparently they just threw a spotlight in the background or something and like that's why there's a lot of that's why there's a lot of like intense artificial light in the casino sequences mm-hmm. um like there's a point where like robert de niro's hands like look like they're practically not even there because they're being like pretty much like showered in light mm-hmm. but that's here nor there but i thought that was really dynamic and interesting it was it was um and the second thing i wanted to bring up is, I guess, the length of the Irishman, because we didn't really go into it. Mm. Yeah, like, basically, and this isn't directed to anyone who has, like, a low attention span. I get that. Yeah. If you need to watch the Irishman or Casino in segments or something, for literally any reason whatsoever, Fine. fucking go for it. I, I hate yeah. the people that are going on Twitter going, you gotta sit through the whole fucking movie. It's like, what about people with low attention spans? Yeah. People, what about people who people can watch movies as they see fit? Yeah, if, people can. Yeah, exactly. yeah, like if you need to split up the Irishman into like a four part miniseries because it it helps you get through the movie. Watch it. That the Irishman way. is like actually kind of you could watch it that way easily, and you wouldn't. You could, watch, yeah, just because it, it almost nice. could have been made as like a four part miniseries. It could have been. Well, you could do the same thing with Avengers. Uh, so, uh, like, I think that, that, that scene where they're about to go and do get all the time zones back, or the, the oh. zones back. If you divide it in half, like you, a you two could, part miniseries, maybe. Yeah, you could probably you could probably divvy up Avengers Endgame into like three or four segments. Yeah. Um, but oh. but that's here and there. Like this this uh, this rant is more dedicated towards like the Marvel morons. Yeah. Who will gladly sit through Avengers Endgame ten fucking times. And then have the audacity to complain about the length of a Scorsese movie. Yeah. Like, fucking blow me. If it's any consolation, like, my attention span is dog shit. Like, I can pay attention for about thir- the first 30 minutes of a class. And then I'm, like, on Twitter for the rest of it because yep. I can't pay attention. Uh, and I had no problem following any of these movies. Yeah, so. like, like essentially, yeah, like I said, like, this argument is more towards the people who are bitching about the length while praising Avengers Endgame for being three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not a complaint towards people who, again, have either low attention spans or lives. Or just like Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the hardcore people I can't stand. It's those fucking lunatics that are worse than Joe Pesci. <laughs> I imagine there is at least some overlap between people who really like Avengers Endgame and people who like Irishman. I don't think it's like a pick one or pick the other. No, thing. I don't think it's a one or the other, but there's but it's it's been interesting listening to this fucking discourse of idiots. I mean, the discourse yeah. is... Th- that's what I'm talking oh, about. Yeah, discourse. yeah. if you're talking about the discourse, then yeah, absolutely, I'm behind you 100%. No, no, this but... is no, this is 100% about the discourse and like the Marvel stands that are going off like about how Scorsese's movies are too long, The Irishman's three and a half hours, woohoo, but it's like, we can sit through the Irish, or not The Irishman, well, The, the Irishman's too long, but we can sit through The Irishman, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. Um, like, the people that are screaming, like, oh, like, The Irishman's too long, we can sit through Avengers Endgame, no problem. It's like, okay, but they're paced pretty much the same fucking way. Yeah. If anything, I think Irishman's paced better. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. So yeah, like to those people, blow me. <laughs> to anyone that you know feels like you know like oh three and a half hours in general is a daunting task or three hours in general is a daunting task. Yeah, I think honestly you could probably split up Casino pretty well. You could split up Goodfellas. You could split up Goodfellas if you really had to. Sure, all of his movies. Yeah. Like 
at this point, it doesn't matter how you watch the movie as long as you watch the movie. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the main takeaway that people should be taking from this. Like, can't we just help be friends and watch movies together? <laughs> well, and that's the thing is, like, I, I don't, like, as much as I'm shitting on Marvel and as much as I've been shitting kind of on Avengers Endgame a little bit this episode, I still like the movie. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a pretty good movie. And, I mean, like, we said positive things about it. Well, I still stand check out our well, being, being, a, being a resident Marvel fanatic over here. <laughs> sure. Sure, let's go with that. <laughs> Label me as something. Excuse you, how much ass. have you campaigned for a Moon Knight movie? <laughs> Not, Not as much as me. Once. I, I assure you. You've campaigned it, three times Isn't Moon Knight coming out like, yeah. on the Disney Plus? It's a Disney Plus TV show, and I'm Ooh. really bummed out about that. Well, especially because Disney Plus is, like, devoted to not streaming any adult content besides the simpsons like and, disney, and moon like knight should really have the same tone as the daredevil show well i feel like disney plus isn't going to be worth even getting until a year like a year after its release i f- okay so for those of you remember when i said that i wasn't going to get disney plus about three hours after i said that i went and got disney plus. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking hypocrite because yeah, baby know. yoda <laughs> No, that I, was actually before Baby Yoda. So he's, he has no excuse. Yeah, I know. <laughs> actually, my excuse was we were planning on doing a commentary track for The Lion King, myself and my partner Nick. Right. And we were going to go on, get the free trial, do the riff, maybe fuck around with Disney Plus a little bit, mm. and then probably just get rid of the free trial. Mm-hmm. For some reason, the Aladdin remake and the Lion King remake aren't on there. Mm-hmm. For some fucking yeah, reason. Yeah. But Avengers Endgame is on there. No, so, but Infinity War is on Netflix, so it's not on Disney Plus. because <laughs> so yeah, of the fucking licensing. <laughs> like, why not just fucking release it a year later? There's a couple yeah. movies like that. Exactly. Why like you... Thor Ragnarok wasn't on there for a bit until I think recently. In a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, and the Last Jedi is not gonna be out on there until after the Rise of Skywalker comes Bullshit. out. That's hilarious. Just dumb as shit. Because it's on Netflix, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But basically, the. Uh, you want to go part. watch a bunch of Lizzie McGuire stuff? <laughs> get on Disney Plus. Yeah, if you want to get set for that Lizzie McGuire revival that's what actually that's happening. Thing, you want to like, see Sean Connery do an awful Irish old, accent for an hour and a half? Watch Lizzie McGuire. McGuire. <laughs> the only thing I've really taken away from getting because I have Disney Plus as well. The only thing I really took away from it that, of it being good is the Mandalorian, which is really, which is. I I haven't watched it. No. I I I've enjoy heard it's good. it. It's very. It, I I've heard it's good. fine. I think it's good. Um. Baby John, John Favreau was the one who directed is the, and produced it. He also directed The Lion King. What's your fucking point? <laughs> Baby Yoda. The Lion King. I don't know. Fucking what do you want from me? <laughs> ba- Baby Yoda is the best. I think that's a lot of like response. To, a, a, a lot of a really good response to Chris is like, I don't know what he fucking want from me. Baby Yoda is the best marketing psyop in years. <laughs> oh, Lord. he is the biggest meme right now. I fucking love him. He's but so he's, cute. He's so, like it's over, like just marketing. It's over, curious. I love him to fucking death. I, I have, you can't not. He I, is so cute. Yeah. But like, but, but anyway, let me, let me. I have two words for you, fuckers. Okay. Oink oink. Capitalist. Oh, what do you want from me, Chris? Up. Go fuck yourself, you fucking masturbatory <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Um. No, but anyway, I'm just saying. My last of. Hey, two for one. Masturbatory um, piece of shit. How much fucking Funko Pops do you own? I guarantee it's seven more than I do, you fucking cunt. <laughs> well, look at all these movies I own. Shut up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very corporate free as I stare at your fucking Lego Batman movie. <laughs> oh, look. Disney's The Lion King, you fucking asshole. Star Wars. 
Count them two Star Wars. Go fuck yourself. Three Pokemon movies. You have three more Pokemon movies than I do. I fucking love Pokemon. You don't give a shit about Pokemon. Four Pokemon movies. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, you know what? Plus, what are you doing to us? Well, you know what, bitch? You know what? Can I finish my point? I own art. Get the fuck out of my house. It's my house. Boyhood is... Boyhood is what... Just cripplingly stupid people think a smart movie is. <laughs> I, I think it's fantastic. Boyhood is fucking hot. Oh, there garbage. you go. Oh shit! What the fuck was that? Nothing. Can I finish my point now, please. No. <laughs> what was your point? I'm sorry, I forgot. I'm explaining why I didn't like Disney Plus very much. Oh okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, the Mandalorian is good, but other than that, the only thing on there is like reruns of old Disney Channel shows. Oink like, oink. Like, like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> For those of you listening, to this. end this fucking recording. My God, it's been how long? <laughs> Two hours, almost three fucking hours of this bullshit. <laughs> it's almost gonna be as long as the fucking an hour and a half. Of this it's recording. already longer than Hold Goodfellas. On. Hold on, an hour and a half. Of this recording is talking about Marvel. <laughs> it's a. <laughs> It's a Martin's I guess it's very topical. <laughs> very topical, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm gonna have an awful time. <laughs> this, <laughs> yeah, go, go, I've done like two podcasts of this length, so it's about fucking time. <laughs> okay, 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 enough, enough. <laughs> Disney Plus. Enough. No, enough of that. We're ending this fucking recording. <laughs> no, no, you were gonna make a point about Disney Plus. I, did, I made it already. <laughs> what was it? That the only thing on the percent of the Mandalorian is other, like Disney Plus channel reruns. What's your fault for buying it, you capitalist pig? I can get behind that. Please don't throw your vape at me. That's expensive. <laughs> You're right. It is expensive. It's almost like capitalism helped me pay for it. Oh, oh, <laughs> uh, oh! You hate a society? Well, oh, ah, money! You hate capitalism? Why don't you try living in another society that doesn't exist? I fucking got you there, you commie pig dog. <laughs> oh, you like socialism so much? Well, nice phone you got there. Fucking got you. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best. Come on, end it off with one more. Count okay. off the trilogy. <laughs> oh, there's gotta be another one. Oh my god. Hmm. You claim that capitalism causes the housing crisis, and yet you live in a house. Hmm. I'm very smart. <laughs> Should have been doing it. Let me think of one more. <laughs> what has this fucking turned into? Oh, you want a welfare state? Have you considered Venezuela? <laughs> I wish there's a mic somewhere I could drop that wasn't this one. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Alright. You know what? That's good. And you know what? Thank you for fucking no, joining no, us. No, we social media. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, boy. 
Oh, you, you like sequel the case so much? Well, here's the fucking fault. You like sequel the case so much? Why don't you fucking finish it? Holy shit. <laughs> finish it in which oh, you know, You know, guys, we've gone through a lot this episode. We've really uh, evolved as characters. Yeah, so uh, we, we talked about Disney for way too long. We talked <laughs> what, about, what Disney does to us. We talked, we talked about Disney. We talked about school. Uh, we talked about... Um, Jason little, Kenny. Jason Kenny. We talked a little bit about mom movies. And I single-handedly destroyed capitalism at the end. So, um... The real sequel to K is the friends we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I can't... <laughs> and we killed Brandon. And we killed Brandon. He will be back next oh, week. Guys, please and die. Brandon, since Brandon, since you can't breathe, why don't you do the social media sign off? Don't fucking even know our social media. <laughs> you can follow us on Facebook at Sequel Decay. Give us that old like. Um, our YouTube channel is pretty much dead. Rip. Um, <laughs> eventually, we'll do something with that. Brandon, did I tell you I've stopped uploading the episodes to YouTube since you stopped being on the show? Nope. <laughs> well, guess what, bitch. Um, and then you can follow us on Twitter at Decay Sequel, or you could follow each of our individual Twitter accounts. But based on this episode, why would you fucking want to? <laughs> it's, this is a fucking shit show. Oh, an episode! My God! And much like Star Wars, it'll be saved in the editing. Been <laughs> gone for what two, three months? This is what happens when I come back. I'm fucking leaving. Fuck this. <laughs> Out of here. You're to go get a pack of cigarettes, Dad. <laughs> Um, you can, uh, you can follow, you can subscribe to us on YouTube if you want, but good luck, because we only have, like, 20-some-odd episodes up there. Um, Anchor, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I don't know. Facebook and Twitter, at Decay Sequel. Well, Facebook, you just smash that, like, button at Sequel Decay. Mm-hmm. Twitter is at Decay Sequel. Yeah. Um, like, once again, I feel like I'm repeating myself. Follow all of us, even though why the fuck would you? My Twitter account is gold. How dare you? Just yeah, kidding, it's, it's trash. It's my Twitter account is non-existent. <laughs> no, your Twitter account's got a picture of a little penguin boy. You're a big uh, Club Penguin fan, right? You fucking, fucking right I am. Oink, oink, capitalist pig. That's from Disney. Club Penguin is Fucking treasure child of memory! Why is someone getting angry that I'm bringing up capitalism again? Everyone gets angry about capitalism. Look what just happened. I know, I owned it. (laughs) You fucking curb stomped it and sat on its face. I don't want to live in this planet anymore. (laughs) I think I did what, like, Karl Marx and Vladimir Lenin and Mao Zedong like <laughs> wish they could have done. They and just... jerked themselves off and fucking did a demeaning voice to the capitalists. I was That's gonna say, what they did. I was gonna say yeeted capitalism, but I, I guess that I, works too. Oh my god! I I I no, 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 I'm imagining that Santa Claus looking oh motherfucker going oh, 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 capitalism, huh? <laughs> Like, How about look, look, that look. social insurance, bitch? I'm a Coca-Cola hey. marketing product. <laughs> but Carl like, Marx, listen, listen. No, Santa Claus, you fucking idiot. <laughs> listen, look. If if the thought of Marx, Engels, and Lenin, if the thought of if the thought of Marx, Engels, and Lenin like stomping a landlord to death doesn't fill you with at least some form of joy and like repeatedly dabbing at the same time, then I'm sorry, you have no fucking soul. <laughs> Turn into a political forest. <laughs> Imagine we did this live. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. 
everyone would have left the theater at this point. <laughs> Everyone's getting their refunds. And we're like, how are we going to pay for the theater expenses? Wait, this is like only funny to us. <laughs> Clearly only funny to I us. I think I have a niche that might be very <laughs> amused by this, actually. Oh my God. I have some friends that might find this funny. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you all for okay, joining us Okay, let's take a minute to breathe. <laughs>